We join the cast of the Super Legit Podcast as they're discussing morning drive time tropes. All right. <laughs> That's how every That's the morning starts. zoo sound. For yeah, sure. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Soundboard up and working. Uh, Mine's nothing but Dr. Zhivago as far as the eye can see. (laughs) You're listening to Hymenator and the Fat Guy bringing in Radio Zoo. (laughs) Aouga! Which one's which? We don't know. I was with that morning to be Hymenator, the Fat Guy, and Bill. Uh, (laughs) That's what she said. The the actual the the looking up in like desperate terror expression on that really made it work. I think we found our runner. traffic out there today and the weather (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen a horrific accident this early in the morning oh well planes and trains when they get together that'll happen (laughs) (laughs) am i right (laughs) what's a deal with the fragile temporary nature of life am i right guys (laughs) (laughs) when you're right you're right bob oh wow that was just it That's my dead oh, air soundboard. I just soundboard. spoke up and it was over. Oh, fantastic. We all collectively decided that bit was done. Right, yes. yes. Time to move on. Yeah, <laughs> and I killed it. Yep. Oh, wow. I'm, uh, well, here we are again, once again. <laughs> this is what we do, right, guys? And we're back. Right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Super Legit Podcast. We've got Josh Spence. <laughs> We've got Sean Michael Boozer. <laughs> We've got Chris Compton. Hey, and we have my co-host, Michael Hyman. It's a morning zoo now, really is. We've done oh, it. my God. We did no. it. We did uh, it, guys. We've done what we've been aspiring to this whole time. I'm so done with it already, guys. Uh, <laughs> Got it. I, can we really become a morning zoo? It's not going to be my episode. Uh, <laughs> work from home drive time radio. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you at the crack of noon. <laughs> Your morning commute to the bathroom. <laughs> I still do drive to work, but I changed jobs uh, last year and my commute's so much lower that like I have a way bigger backlog of podcasts now because I don't have as much opportunity to listen to them. How many podcasts do you have that you don't listen to? Like for me, there's a good five podcasts that I see new episode. I go, Ugh. like, why is it even in my feed if I yes. go, Ugh. <laughs> No, I, I absolutely. I think I have dozens in in pocket casts that I, I'm just like at some point in the future, maybe I will want to listen to the show again and I wouldn't want to delete it, but it sure won't be now or anytime soon. What if you're perhaps in a um, a, a uh, what's it called? A breakout room? What are those things called uh, when you go to uh, an escape room? Oh, with no escape. escape. That's a totally different You'll need those pod- podcasts in. A breakout room is when you try to escape a meeting. hey so i wanted to check in with you guys because we just uh we passed episode 40 that was our most recent episodes this will be 41 is that why my knees hurt (laughs) this is when a podcast tends to start noticing its fellow podcast dying Mm -hmm. uh, and enters a mid-podcast life crisis this is right and i turned i turned 40 the same the same week we we did that episode too oh nice yeah it was it was well timed um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, my big question for you guys this week is 
how you doing? Just, just how you doing? And notice I didn't even try for the Joey. How does that go? How you doing? I'm see, doing good, I, man. See, that's why I didn't try. All right, good. All right. Okay, it worked on you. Great. I actually, I, uh, if, can I start? Is that good? Yeah, absolutely. So to those who may or may not know, I used to be like a, a driver, a delivery driver for an automotive company and used to drop off parts. I haven't done that in a while, but occasionally the company will ask me on like a Saturday when like nobody else can do it. Like, hey, do you want to go to Anaheim and pick up an engine? I will, of course, do it because that's like tons of free overtime to just drive a car. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's great because like the van that I used to drive for like years is still in like the, in, in, in the fleet. So it, it felt very much like going back in time, get back in the car. Mm. My channels are still there. Like just being in that box is crazy because it's like you have to be with yourself. Um, it, and I was thinking about that in a very weird way because uh, when I started driving, um, I was a completely different person in mindset and personality than who I am now. And I really think that time that I was just driving like 10 hours a day by myself kind of I had to kind of confront myself for all those hours and all those years. Mm-hmm. You know, I really worked through a lot of shit just dropping off parts. So it was a total blast today to just drive to Anaheim and just crank some tunes and not like go through like a crisis of self. I was just like. Man, I'm really loving the Foo Fighters today. It was great. <laughs> today and every day. Yes. Uh, yes. What, one of my favorite things on the freeway, like it seems to be more intense uh, on the drive home. Like people are a little angry, a little more antsy to get home in the afternoons. But you know who isn't? Who? The guy driving the truck with the, the thing on the, the painting of this, the company's name on the side, the logo on the side. That's me. Mm-hmm. Because he is still being paid. And I always look over at the guy and he's like, oh. <laughs> doesn't matter to me. I get there when I get there. I'm still on the clock. And everybody else is just trying. I, yeah. I honestly look over at them. I'm like, that's my mindset. I'm just in this. To, Dude, to that's 100% it. me. When I, what I used to, again, when I used to be a driver, they'd be like, hey, do you want to go? It'd be like 2.30 in the afternoon. Hey, can you do like this emergency run to downtown LA? I'd be like, of course I can. No problem. <laughs> be like, that's an extra five hours of all overtime time and a half. Sure, <laughs> no problem. Where's my podcast? Let's go. I've been uh, yesterday. Like I drove to uh, like Los Feliz or somewhere that is not Mission Hills, Humble Brown. Um, <laughs> and then, and like the last week, like I, I kind of stopped listening to podcasts, run out of podcasts, and I'm like, or have like so many of them backed up that like I'm not gonna do this. I've created like my own work scenario. It's become my own. Yeah, <laughs> um, but. Uh, but just like turning on music and like just turning on like loud, just loud scream, like a little, like a lot of pixies. So just like really scream along. Yeah. Uh, kind of stuff. And yeah. like just blasting it at full volume, screaming along. And I realized like I haven't had a commute in so long and I've been trapped in a house uh, for two years. Like I haven't screamed in a long time. And yeah. like I really missed screaming. Like it's really great. Uh, I got like I, I like I'm driving on like on the five going down like screaming my face off. Turn there's some like dude in a tie screaming his face off in the car. Yeah, he may have been screaming the guy in front of him. But uh, the point is like we were both like getting this out. Uh, and so yeah, yeah, I, I've been like what I have, Pixie song. Yeah, I, I've uh the, oh man uh 
Tame uh, is yeah, a good like. Tame. Yeah. Um, uh, which <laughs> sidebar the if you if you look up there is a video on uh, on YouTube and it's the Pixies on like a Canadian late night talk show in like the late nineties. Like it, the guy's not Alan Thick, but he might as well be Alan Thick. Yeah. Right. Have uh, <laughs> you ever seen the Pixies? Like they don't look like crazy rock and roll people. They look or like, Pixies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the wings are well hidden. Um, but like the singer Frank Black just was like Jalebi record store clerk. Uh, and he starts singing the song. It's like it's kind of like a whispered verse. And then it gets to the chorus and it is this like ungodly blood curdling scream. And the look on the host to suddenly see this sound coming out of this guy <laughs> is the most priceless <laughs> thing I've ever seen on television. <laughs> you, you, you know, um, back to like the idea of screaming in oh, your yeah, car. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. dude, there's something magical about uh, in LA uh, being in your car. That yeah. is your alone time, and you yeah. you operate as if that is your time to do whatever you want, even though you're on your way. Like versus, like in New York, you go to mm. public spaces and you see people have meltdowns and they're expressing themselves to you, like they're having uh, like like intimate moments in public. But in LA. We do those all within the confines of our car. Mm-hmm. And um, I've just always thought that was wild because uh, you would never go to a park and scream. But in New York, that's no problem for them. You know what I mean? It's just it's a weird, different West Coast, East Coast uh, dynamic thing, I guess. It's actually, there's something I talked about in the show last night, which is like, I think that's why like New York has a more aggressive vibe than Los Angeles is a lot of a lot of times in New York, you got to bottle that shit. Like your apartment walls are paper thin. Mm-hmm. You're on the subway, like next to 300 other people. Like somebody's gonna dream on the subway. Like, <laughs> no question there. Uh, but do you, you want to draw the short straw like, this morning? I just want it to be me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in LA, like we get that shit out in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're able to then, like, why do Angelinos look so relaxed? Because they screamed words they could never say in public <laughs> 45 minutes ago at the back of a Volvo. Super. Hey, man, I, I really appreciate you giving me a ride today. Uh, just, you know, cars just kaput. I mean, I don't know that they said, like, carburetors. I don't uh, I don't know cars, but I, j- I appreciate the ride. Uh, no problem, man. No problem. Just sit back, relax. Yeah. I'm going to cut some string cheese incident on. We're just going to lay back and roll out. Cool. And just, you know, just, like, treat me like I know this is your zen time. You know, your commute is like you you do you, you do your thing. Pretend I'm not even here. Like, pretend I'm not even here. Google Maps notification indicates 45-minute delay on the 210 East Freeway. You know what, man? That's just 45 minutes we get to spend together, right? Yeah. yeah. It's commute. It's mostly commute. Absolutely. We'll just chill out. We'll relax. We'll yeah. enjoy each other's company, and we'll just do our thing. Yeah, you know, we're going to keep moving. We're, we're in a flow, right? Yeah. They call it the flow of traffic. I'm just going to... you got to be gonna part of that flow. I'm just going to treat it like, you know, you know, I, I you, you told me, uh, me car, a suit car, and like, you know... I'm just going to treat it like my home, too. So, like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing here. You know, we'll do it together. Oh, you motherfucking titty sucker, two-ball bitch, slut, trash can, scum, and stir pet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not realize my window was down. Pardon me. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Not at all. Please I will, enjoy yourself. I will roll this window. Let, no. let it go, man. Yeah, let it roll go. Roll it down. And, you know? Have a good 
Have a good commute. You okay, too, man. Too. Go exist. Nice Maybe. guy. Yeah, he's just doing. He's living his truth. Yeah, man. You just gotta, you just gotta let go, right? You see that car sliding, sliding down the road like that, like just weaving all over the lane. Uh, doesn't phase me in a, doesn't phase me a bit. No, absolutely not. I can just chill here and I can, I can scat all I want. I can go like I'm alone in the car because that's what I do. That is, yeah, man. I wouldn't call that scatting, by the way. I would, no. uh, I would like that. That is a proud art form, man. And so I'm just it? like Ella Fitzgerald kind of thing. But the point is, man, you relax. You it's like it air go. scatting. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, making up the motion. I, I think all scatting is air scatting because really it's just the passage of air through your but man what I'm saying is catch all right you just relax that's it we're gonna right. take a quick break from our traffic jam podcast to bring you an ad for gooms gooms it's the nickname for mushrooms coming to California in 2023 legally back to the traffic jam podcast see man yeah. you just open your ears and good news comes flowing in all right won't this be a better place once Psilocybin mushrooms are legally allowed to be used by anybody, anywhere, at any point in the day. I don't know, man. I feel like that kind of just kills the, the excitement of it, don't, don't you? Well, I mean, for you, me, half of it is knowing what I'm doing is wrong and could get me in some serious shit. So, so you're saying half of what makes hallucinogens fun to experience is the idea that the law could come bursting in on you? At any minute, and that you could be just taken away and dragged into jail. And Absolutely. so, like, you have to keep looking around your shoulder at all times, just in case, like, some cops could just come jumping in any moment. I mean, that sounds like driving to me. Nah, oh, bro, you got a real way of just cutting through the, cutting through the chat, man. That is deep. That yeah. is deep. It's what the shrooms will do to you. Ah, oh, man, I tell you. Look, Hyman, I know we're sharing this drive time commute together, but mm-hmm. if you think that you are 100% Stephen Page in this group of, of, of us singing Bare Naked Ladies, you're crazy. You're clearly the Ed Robertson. I'm the Page. I mean, I have to agree to disagree, friendo. Wow. Wow. That's just, you know, uh, yeah, I... I Listen, it's bad. Don't do it. Yeah, no, I just had to give you no. that stinger. I just had to give it it's, to you. Because, like, you hear that, it's, like, clear as a bell, right? That's Stephen Page right there. It's like, like you just okay, blacked go, you out, and it, I was Stephen Page. That's how yeah, it hit was. The, hit that note again. It's bad. It's, you're getting there. I, I, it's bad. It's bad. You got to get that. You got to bend that E a little you, bit more. Hey, it's bad. One week. Is Come it, on. Is he doing a honky tonk? Is that what he is now? Is that you what would that know is? honky tonk if it tonked you in the face, man? That would see. Not even when a podcast like this just seems to just turn into two guys not even realizing that their microphones were on, right? They're like sort of having like a backstage conversation, yeah, and I just like I'm able to let that go. Absolutely, man. It's, I think it's I like listened a- to a guy. Uh, I, I listened to a guy yesterday. I think he didn't realize the mic was on. He was talking. He was like talking about his fantasy football team. For 25 minutes. I think he had meant to turn on music. He might have meant to throw to all things considered. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got Cooper Cup in there. Yeah, he's going to fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cooper Cup going in there. That's right. I got Russ in there, the QB. Yeah, he's going to throw some bombs right to Yeah, you know, I've got those guys. Honey, do the oh, dishes. Yeah. Don't forget what? to do the dishes tonight. What What was that? What was that, honey? The dishes. Uh, God, 
feel like I just had an out-of-body experience. I was... I'm at the sink in the kitchen? Look, first of all, uh, Ira, I'm a huge fan of your work. Uh, this American Life is just a foundational uh, program. Uh, it's, it's really why I got into this work at the FCC. But that being said, um, you said a lot of things uh, on the air yesterday that are not permissible, advisable, sensible, and we kind of got to fine you for this. And uh, what do you say uh, when someone says something like that to you? Um, find out uh, when our show continues next. <laughs> So, so is, is that scatting? Is, is that? Oh, yeah, Jet, <laughs> uh, you can get the This is American track, Life uh, comma, music, right? Comma, comma. We can license that. Hey. That that is it's the sample in uh, Far Side's Running. That uh, <laughs> is every third uh, music throw on This American Life. <laughs> Thank you. Now I know where to go. Uh, <laughs> Jet, we jumped in. We forgot our presenting sponsor. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, you say we, but you're the co-host, so that's on you. Yeah! <laughs> oh, wow. oh snap! Wow. Welcome back. Okay. Oh, we're getting a little catty wow. with a small group this week. Well, fine. <laughs> Fuck you, Jet. I'm just gonna read the ad read for for our presenting sponsor. <laughs> God, this episode of Super Legit is brought to you by the Bits Commission. Listen, friends, we're just getting over the holiday season, and depression rates are spiked. This is the time of year. When people overindulge in their bits, sometimes we're afraid to let bits go. If you're feeling that your bits aren't working, you have to overly explain your bits, you may have a problem. Remember, friends, don't let friends do bad bits. Unless it's funny, then it's a good bit. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a legit question. I'm, I'm glad we've been presenting these um, PSAs on bits. Mm -hmm. um, and tell me 100% if I'm in the wrong here. If you do a good, like if you're in a group conversation and you do, and you do a bit and you know it's a good bit, should you repeat the bit or do you let it go? Like if you get, if you say it, but you don't think everyone heard it and you're like, yeah, you yeah. Get the so response you want to throw it again because you, this you is too good, good for bit. everyone not to get to hear my bit. And look, I know that makes me sound like an asshole, but all <laughs> of you fuckers have thought that too. Don't fucking sell me out. I, I try maybe one more time just in case people didn't hear it, okay. and then I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. At that point, it's like, nope. You don't nope, get mad and go, fuck sell. you, that's a good bit, and you walk away. I I tend to see those moments as lucky escapes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the universe didn't think it was that good a bit. Right, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> they give I, me an out. The yeah. less you go back to that well, the easier it is for me to edit it out of history. <laughs> see, I, I find for me, it's usually that it's, um, I'm just too old for the room. And then I end up explaining it. Well, Duran Duran was a seminal group back in the 80s. <laughs> and that's, you know, then you have to explain the bit. It's, it's already lost. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, my oh. references to my five-year-old uh, really run into that mall. <laughs> uh, which is weird because she's really into Weird Al Yankovic right now. Yeah. Uh, nice. And we're driving, I was driving her to kindergarten the other day, and she's in the backseat. Uh, and we're listening to Smells Like Nirvana. Mm -hmm. uh, and Nerd she on. is just belting out that chorus yeah! in the backseat. And I'm like, 
this is her Nirvana. Like, I mean, like, there's oh, no right. like, context for it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. like, you know, this is like a real punk rock ass sound with a big cow boo in the middle of it. <laughs> um, but like, I'm like, who am I to stand in the way? Like, this this honestly could be better than the original. Like, I, I, I'm not going to stand in the way of it. You know, when I was a kid, uh, Stray Cats was big. And uh, I, uh, I love the Stray Cats, but now I realize they were just. Who are the Stray Cats? They were they were Weird Al Yankovic, but serious about it. You know what I mean? They were just <laughs> bringing back old stuff and pretending like it was new. Good old serious Al Yankovic. Oh. <laughs> Years ago, I was visiting family, um, and my uncle was like, we were at uh, some store, and there was he was like, oh, and he was talking to his kid, who, who my cousin, who was like, oh, five, six. It's like, oh, this is daddy's favorite band, the Stray Cats. Do you know what kind of music they do? rockabilly and he was just like so excited to introduce his son to the stray cats oh, oh man i i don't think somebody in the stray cats would say this is my favorite band the stray cats <laughs> uh i know and i okay you i wish we had like a going back to the soundboard thing we're talking about i wish we had a soundbite clip that was like Josh's dad story time or something like that, because it seems to happen every episode. It's coming. This, this is the, like cats in the cradle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, this is the one and only time I feel I legit. owe Scott Spence an apology. Oh. I remember like in 1995, listening to the first Foo Fighters album. And he's like, Hey, I think I've heard enough of that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to put on something I want to listen to. And he put on uh dark side of the mood by Pink Floyd. Nice. And I went, Oh, yeah, right. I went, oh, dad, you're so old. This is so old. Nobody cares about this anymore. (laughs) Like, it's so old. No one listens to this except you. And the man took it in stride and he goes, it'll happen to you someday. (laughs) And I remember at work putting on, you know, put on the headphones, listen to Foo Fighters and then Nerdvana. I was talking to one of the guys similar to my age and I was like, Nerdvana? Or Nirvana. Yeah, Nir- Nirvana. We, we've taken over. We, we've we've <laughs> passed them. Uh, we've been around longer than them now. Uh, <laughs> you're almost as popular as Jesus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a buddy of mine were talking about, oh, something in the way. It just, it hits you in the chest. And this guy we work with, Ruben, he's like 21. He goes, who's Nirvana? And I got so mad. I was like, this is what you listen to when you really want to feel something. He goes, I listen to Juice World. That's what you listen to. I was like, who's Juice yeah, And World? realize, timeline-wise, this is like somebody saying to you, dude, that's the Dave Clark Five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, when you're listening to Nirvana. So, and like, the part I felt super bad was, if we do the math, I gave my dad shit for listening to something 20 years past its release. Yeah. And Nirvana's at, what, like 31? Oh, my God. <laughs> I yes. believe at the time, uh, I think uh, Dark Side of the Moon stayed in the top 100 for like 15 years. So he yeah. wasn't that out of. Uh, yeah. out of oh, the, yeah. I was you, just being you a were shit. Out of line, Josh. I you was, were out of I was line. being a shit. Yeah. No, that's I, my bad. I will say you owing your dad an apology is like me loaning the student loan administration two bucks <laughs> to get coffee. Like, don't worry. Like the the like the balance is still the really scale fucking clear. Is, is really on your side. Oh man. Uh, but but I like I I like I think that's a proud moment of like you too will someday be obsolete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's good. Like you gotta like you gotta grab hold of that. Because if you fear that, like speaking of Weird Al Yankovic, Weird Al Yankovic is maybe the only person 
who stayed current on musical trends for the past 40 yes. years. No, oh, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, but, but once you let go of the need to be relevant, it is liberating. And mm-hmm. when you like finally go like, that's had like a great movie. I'm not going to see it. Uh, yep. <laughs> like, you know what? I don't have the time for it. Not going to yeah. do it. Oh, wow. What a great, deep, gritty TV show. Have fun with it. Like yeah, yeah. I, oh, it's <laughs> so freeing. Yeah. You know, I, I work with kids. Uh, when I say kids, I mean teenagers. So um, I have to keep up with at least the references. Um, otherwise, I will be out of the loop. Um, <laughs> sure. And but yeah, but it's funny because I, I don't care either way about the things. I have no strong opinions about them. I just have to be aware of them. And because <laughs> I do, I don't. I'm at that point where I don't care, but I will. I'll be able to reference them. But no, I don't love or hate them. I just am aware of their existence. Actually, that that thing um, like one of the I think one of my great evolutions as a person was realizing that I didn't have to be mad at things for being lame. <laughs> Uh, like, you know, like Brian Adams is the worst thing in the world. Mm, I'm going to say Hitler. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> like the amount of like time I used to spend being pissed at things for just sucking. Right. Like, right. oh, my God, go ahead. Suck. You sucked and somebody bought your record. Great. You both suck together like that. Like there's so many better things. And good for about. you for making so much money off of sucking. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Why is there so much judgment involved when you're younger? Like yeah. it, it has to be in the good pile or the bad pile, the, the, oh, yeah. the positive or negative. And yeah, and you have, and you rail against it if it's not uh, in your good pile. And, and now you're like, why would I waste all that time and energy? That feels like work. For me, I feel like, you know, now everything has a time and a place. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, I do I like it or I don't I, or I mean, you know, there's things I don't like. Well, they have things we don't like, but like You'll get to a point, you know, there's a time I can enjoy this thing. There's a time I can enjoy that really shitty, lame Brian Adams song. Sure. I, I'm not looking for an argument, but I'm going to say there is not a time and a place for rye bread ever. Whoa. I don't understand. What? what? No. Whoa. No. 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 Okay. Mm. This is no, now no, what this I, episode I, is about. I, 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 if, if we wanted to tell the world we are all 75 years old, <laughs> this emotional conversation about rye bread will come We already did the soup episode. Now it's the rye bread episode. <laughs> you ever have a patty melt SMB? God. Super. Okay. I just want to first thank uh, Super Legit Consulting Group for coming in, helping us uh, prepare for the next Super Bowl that's coming up. Yo, um, we per- got this. Yeah, oh, let's oh, do you it. You don't even know what it is yet, but... Doesn't matter. Uh, We're super legit. Great. That's right. We are trying to prepare for the next halftime show. Now, if we learned anything from the last one, nostalgia's big, but hitting the right targets is what we're having a problem with. We need to have something that you'll instantly like, but also hate at the same moment. Neon stuff. Like all the, the left fluorescent, not even neon, like fluorescent, orange, and yellow, and pink, and all kinds of weird angles and stuff just all over the place. Like that was 90s. Hyper so colors. Cool. Yeah. The hyper colors. Bring those back. People love and hate okay. them at the same time. So we want hyper. Okay, so we're going for like in like in 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Okay, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. blinding, blinding colors that don't mean anything, okay. and they're they're, they're can... not really detailed or nuanced or anything. It's just sharp edges and bright colors. Then we can book Living Color to play. You guys have heard of Living Color, right? Uh Living love... Color or in, in Living, living color? color? No, Which no, one no, is no, it? not in Living Color. Living oh, just Color the cover band? the bear. Oh, Vernon, Ver- Vernon, yeah. what's his name? Love Riz, its ugly head is one of my favorite songs of all time. 
It's pretty good. I gotta say, I think Type was an under undervalued follow-up to Cult of Personality. I can't argue with facts. Okay, so we're thinking late 80s, living color. Great, we're getting somewhere. What else can we love and instantly hate at the same time? I'm a, I got eight words for you. Uh, eight, eight. Wow, okay, great. No, this is fantastic. The Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy of Company B. Now, the last one's really just a letter, so sure. maybe seven and a half would well, be a better way. Well, maybe it's B, like B-E-E. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay, so that was, what, the the, the 40s? Okay. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, he, yeah it, it, it's about it's about Bugle Boys. Yeah. Company B. What do you what do you think? Is it nineteen ninety five? Bugle Boy, like the like the gin company. Okay, no, that's great. I like that. Uh, more like the world's most expendable member of an army. <laughs> okay, okay, great. Uh, you know, okay. they used to be the first people they sent into war. They always called them first to go, first to go. <laughs> <laughs> and what was more respected than that, right? I mean, that's somebody who just goes right out there. They got no weaponry or nothing. They get shot instantly, but they made a little sound first. Exactly. Exactly. They were America's war soundboard. Okay, so if I'm hearing this right, we want the halftime show to be about war. Like, let's just, just two sides, explosions. That's something. Who doesn't love war? Who doesn't love war? Okay. We've been a country that's been... Edward Starr outside, of course. You know who doesn't love war? Commies. They don't love nothing American. It's true. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. Let me get that on the board. C-O-M-I-E-S. You know what else are complicated right now and, you know, nobody can figure out where they stand on them? Nazis. Oh, I stand on their their throats is where I stand on them. Amen, brother. See, that's that's... one perspective, but there's a bunch of people who have a different perspective. So, absolutely. I'm going to make an executive decision and just say Nazis fucking suck. We'll just... Wow. We'll, we'll make, I know I know. it's supposed to be... It's a brainstorming, but we don't need I mean, to there's a that. bunch of people Nazis that you're going to disenfranchise with that point of view. And like, I know, you really especially want in that. America today. You would think so, but I'm just... I'm going to outline and just say Nazis are horrible and I denounce white supremacy. I have a good friend who would say that a lot. I know I sound old-fashioned. No, you Nazis don't. Nazis deserve no, to be blown you sound up great. by bombs or fire bombs like Ooh. they did in Dresden, which was a great Nazi barbecue. I don't know if you've been there. Ooh, Nazi barbecue. That's... That was a that was a restaurant that closed down in 1975. Did you pay with Nazi gold? Was this in Brazil? Uh, with the, the Nazi gold, the restaurant. All of it. I'm, I'm, I'm taking your, your feedback. This is in Brazil. They just call it gold. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Sorry, that went off the rails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, really, that felt rock solid. Best brainstorm session ever. <laughs> Watch, they're they're listening to us next next Super Bowl. Mm. No, next year they're just gonna book the band War. Oh, that I was would trying, be great. I was trying to get Guar in there too, but uh, again, yeah. for Josh, do a nice like spill the wine yes. medley. Wait, so, wait, wait. Which song is so? Edward Star is War. What is it good for? And what mm. is War's song? Spill the wine. Uh, slipping into darkness. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Low rider. Got, like all the war. Oh yeah, low All the rider, musical yeah. wars were sort of blending together. Mm-hmm. Spill uh. the wine, did that girl. <laughs> Oh, shit, now we owe copyright. So I hear we have a sponsor this week. <laughs> oh, we do. Yes, we do. Well, Absolutely. 
We have Even another sponsor. That, are you sure? If it's Wait. Nazi barbecue, I'm going to be very disappointed. Oh, don't Jack. worry. This this sponsor uh, approved of everything they just heard. Uh, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to queue it up here. I feel gross. Hey, folks. We know you love food trucks. But now, here's a food truck you've been waiting for. It's an American corn truck called Corn on the Bob. We take ah. our special American corn recipes. It's really just corn and butter. All the butter. Just all of it. So much. Too much. Or not enough, but all the butter. All of it. We have corn coming from all parts of the Midwestern, you know, corn belt things. Corn from Iowa. Corn from <laughs> Nebraska. Corn from Wyoming. And all the other corn states. They all taste the same. It's corn, but it, we got the butter. It's recycled, upcycled, and recycled cycle, corn from all over the United States. You'll think our corn dishes are charming as they're all named after 90s ingenues. We've got the Reese Witherspoon. We've got the uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and the Claire Dades, which we didn't check the spelling on. Take a look in your neighborhood for our food trucks under there. <laughs> Underwear? That's right. Corn on the Bob brings our special dishes with all your favorite dipping sauces. Ranch dressing. Only ranch dressing. We're in America, <laughs> damn it. That's what you dip corn in. Ranch dressing. So keep your eyes peeled for Corn on the Bob. Coming to a neighborhood near you. Uh, that's, that was I'm amazing. That, yeah, amazing. Dang. Maze, nothing. In. Okay, uh, I'm with you. Uh, oh my god! Uh, nice. See, that's where you you repeated the bit. You repeated yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I you know where I got the repeating of the bit from uh, was uh, Johnny Carson when he would uh, repeat his punchline afterward yes. after it yeah. failed miserably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I loved that. As a kid, I had never seen that done before. I thought it was amazing. Oh, and then I, yeah. I when I got uh, older and started doing stand-up, I realized, oh, now you're a hack if you do that. <laughs> okay. Le Letterman was was my favorite version of just how committed he would be to. Yes. <laughs> I'll just keep saying this yep. uh, mm -hmm. until you give me a laugh to let us move on. Yeah. Yep. There was also a while, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, where uh, NBC eventually had the rights to Walker, Texas Ranger. So every time he told right. a bad joke, he would just hit the lever and it would just play a non sequitur Clip yeah, from was... Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, yeah, you yeah, said yeah, Conan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I remember that. Oh. Uh, and it'd be like a kid falling from a ladder, oh. breaking his arm, and that's the end of the clip. Oh, just... I love it. Yeah, the, the Paul Rudd, uh, Mac, and oh, the, yeah. yes. in the wheelchair falling off a cliff uh, <laughs> is TV TV's greatest moment. That that was one where, like, guys, we can stop making this artful. Uh, because we're not going to get any higher, and yeah, we're, we're not going to beat that. We've reached the summit. Yeah, it's like movies when the Jackass movie came. Out. Like, okay, guys, <laughs> we don't need to make them anymore. We finally did it. This is what we've been working towards. And then they made four more. Yeah, yeah, and one in three D. So right, oh, yeah. Uh, and then this one was just all of them arguing with the covered California people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Josh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the floor recognizes Josh Spence. Yes. We are a Robert's Rules of Order podcast, by the way. <laughs> we, were, uh, we were talking about it earlier as well, uh, about you know morning zoo, daytime talk shows. I'm curious, what do you think you get, what, what position would you guys be in said morning zoo radio podcast? It doesn't have to be us as one, but 
if you were hired for one, who, who do you think you'd be? Producer. No, you, you you have to be the guy who talks. You can't duck out. What, no, I, I would be, producer, I'd be the guy who, who, who talks. Occasionally <laughs> That's well. Let's uh, let's 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 uh, recap just so we're all clear on on what those roles are. <laughs> yes. Can, can we lay so, out yeah. the hierarchy? So we have. Hold on, hold on, Hyman. You've never listened to morning radio. No, I have, but like I think just so we're we're all aware of all the, our options because I I mean I haven't since I think I was in high school really. Right. Yes. Yeah, okay. I think a like, lot of us not can't recent. tell the difference between a lieutenant and a corporal. Yeah. Uh, so we need this mapped out. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong here. I think Shawn Michael, mm-hmm. jump on me if I miss one. Uh, we have the host. So, Jet, you can't say the host. Uh, God damn it. And there could be the multiple hosts. Okay. We have the co-host. Mm-hmm. Michael Hyman definitely cannot be the co-host. Well, so so in the classic example <laughs> of Kevin and Bean, yes. which is the host and which is the co-host? Or are they both oh. hosts? Ooh, and Mark true. and Brian. Mark and Brian, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Frank and Heidi. Opie and Andy. Howard and Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Howard and Stern. So Howard Stern, he was the host, but he did Zeppo have a co host. And Groucho. He had a co host. Oh, that's true. He had, had Robert Glivers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So do we want one host or two hosts in this I think situation? It, well, host is enough. Okay. Well, okay. then I'm glad yeah. we went down this hole. Yeah. Um, host. <laughs> <laughs> so we have host, co host. Uh, we have soundboard guy, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boop, 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 boop. They um, always have the intern that they kick around. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Kick around intern. Yeah, yeah. the butt of the joke. Uh, yeah. You have to have your Ed McMahon big laugh. Right. Yeah. I think that's your zoo, right? Yeah. Wait, and you have news guy who comes oh, on news and guy. Yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of tries to play along and then they shoo off as quickly as mm-hmm. possible. What about the woman who has uh, giant breasts on the billboard, even though you can't hear that in a, in a radio <laughs> show? What show is this? So I can all of them. Up? I don't the, know the shoe show position. <laughs> I I see so many billboards where they they have you know it's for some radio show and they've got the woman who's clearly on the show and they're clearly accentuating her physical sex appeal. It's like I can't hear that. So what oh is no, I think you're thinking of work boots. Yeah, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> work yes. boots warehouse yeah, in the valley. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. All the all the boot. Co- I don't know if this is the case across the United States, but in Los Angeles, <laughs> we have a chain of uh, boot. Stores. Actually, there that. might just be one. Right. It's yeah, yeah, one you're right. Place. It might be one it's location. The, no, it's one place everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's one place. And just, you know, the woman is wearing basically nothing but boots. Yeah. And like every time I see that, I'm like, she's got an electrician's license. <laughs> <laughs> is she bonded and certified? Right. <laughs> What's her umbrella policy like? Okay, so we have host, co-host, uh, intern, sound guy, big laugh. Mm-hmm. And then um, news guy, and then work boot warehouse lady. Is there a guy who researched something and it comes on the show just intern. to tell you the thing? That's the intern. Okay. All right. Yeah. What about hostile Paul Giamatti uh, producer? Um, <laughs> no jet. No. <laughs> trying to get them thrown off the air. <laughs> okay, and we'll throw in the angry Paul Giamatti. What about the news station owner who is just searching for an excuse to shut them down? Are we doing news radio? Uh, uh, what about the the loud country station who's one floor up whose music keeps like drifting down what that's what about the security guard that happens breaking into the wrong uh room no okay yeah try your bit again (laughs) what about the security guard who keeps entering the wrong room You're all laughing this time. It worked. <laughs> That's what I tell myself. See, if at first you don't succeed, <laughs> repeat that joke. 
Uh, <laughs> it's comic styling. It's not desperation. Right, yeah. <laughs> Is there a difference between those two things? That's uh, pretty much As somebody who knows a lot of comics. Uh, <laughs> no. So I think Josh didn't get his answer, and he's going to repeat this bit until okay. he gets his answer. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, super. Oh, that was a scene. There was a hair on my body. We should probably explain what just happened there. You, no, in no, detail. let him figure out the bit. So it was, a, it was one of those great visual jokes on our audio-only yes. podcast. A sight gag. Yeah, yeah, sort of, this sort of the big boobed uh, radio host on the billboard. Yes. Yep. Brought to you by Work Boot Warehouse. By the way, yeah. those are looking great, Compton. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I would say. Don't thank if, me. Thank the good people at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> if I were on a morning show, I think. I, you know, all right, here's. I would be the guy that isn't actually on the show. Mm-hmm. It's the guy they're always complaining about that says all the bits <laughs> are stupid, um, that doesn't like what they do. Um, is constantly because I, I, the morning shows are just, I, I would do, I would do anything on the morning show except laugh at things that weren't funny. I think that's got to be the most depressing job ever. Like the laughing like maniacs is something that's so mundane and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say, that doesn't answer your question. Sorry. Yeah, it's great. I I think you did. Yeah. I, I think my role would be a locally successful comedian who's dying inside. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so and you're you playing at Floppers and Burbank. Yes. Every you're the Artie Lag of the uh, podcast. <laughs> Dying inside, sure. amazingly not outside. Yeah, I, I think, uh, oh gosh, because I think SMB basically stole my role here of also the guy who doesn't think it's funny. So, um, uh, I mean, we're not I, building a show. You guys can be the same. We can. Yeah, you can have the yeah. same answer. Let's, although, let's be a, we'll be a two-headed would, monster. Oh, we can be the Statler and Waldorf of uh, the radio show. The ones but on they, the side. But they laugh. <laughs> yeah, they laugh at everything. But sarcastically. Oh, that's it, true. Yeah, you can do that, show. yes. If Drive Time Radio has taught me anything, is that more than one person cannot think it's funny. Super. Okay, uh, Mr. Kaufman, thank you for coming in to uh, Westwood One Studios today. Um, I just want to say... Uh, you are a finalist for our morning job. I just okay going over your resume. I, I just I just want to clear something up. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, please. You will you will happily be on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have your name on the show. Absolutely. We'll we'll pay you like one of the top co. We're one of them. Sorry, one of the lead hosts in the nation. Yeah, looking forward to that paycheck. But but you're not going to laugh at any of the jokes. Or any of the bits that constitute a morning zoo. I mean, uh, variety okay. of jokes. I, I don't make promises. Let me sure. make that clear. It's a policy of mine. You, you uh-huh. saw it in, in my rider. Uh-huh. I, yeah, don't I did, yeah. Make promises. So it's entirely possible that someone at some point might say something that I do inadvertently find humorous. Uh-huh. I just yeah. find it so unlikely. That I wanted to make it clear to you, it's not a part of the expectation of me taking on this job to laugh yeah. at all of the ridiculous, inane, blathering bullshit. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. one of the few profanities yeah, I'm going to get out here. I know we that. can't get those on the air, but no, I'm it's okay. Say it's it between. Here. Yeah, no, it's just it's but, just a formal work interview. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just just don't um, expect me to like you know you know blow out a muscle trying to pretend to find this crap funny. Further, going into your past line of work and things that you want to do going forward. Mm-hmm. 
you're, you're interested in hosting an hour-long civics lesson in the politics of the region that you're working in, which would be the greater Los Angeles area in the San Fernando Valley? That's I am. Yeah, I, I like challenging myself. I mean, the thing is, right now, I don't okay, know anything sure. about any of that. I, I, I you know, I wrote you I wrote a bunch of words down because they sound intelligent, and I figured, sure, you know, I get that. Yeah, dress no for the job you want. Uh, but sure, this, like this is a morning zoo show. You you say you don't laugh. Now again, again, occasionally, uh, if it's actually funny, I just <laughs> I heard the show, um, so. Point being, not going to laugh. But hey, if I can educate people in the process, I'm looking forward to that. So let's let's make that happen. So, Professor Kaufman, uh, you've been my mentor for years, and I I I I I, I, I can't believe you're going to leave <laughs> the philosophy department to go work in in something as 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 ridiculous as 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 as, as morning radio. Dr. Kaufman, please. I mean, I'm, I know I'm only a PhD student, but I, 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 I've looked up to you for all these, I just. Woody, I can't believe you're going to leave Hollywood and go become a philosophy PhD. Well, well yes, yes, yes. I get, I, I feel like I could, I could just, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I would just, because if, just hit me out. Um, Kierkegaard, Kierkegaard, I believe, uh, said um, when uh, talking with a Freud, he said to, uh, he said to, um, the, this has got to be the worst thing you've ever. Okay. Let me rephrase that. This has got to be one of the top 500 worst things you have ever done. I, I, guilty as charged. Uh, Mr. Allen. Oh, sorry. Dr. Allen, you are a PhD now. Um, uh, yes. We, we cannot hire you to teach at our institution. The. the what? Just you anti-Semite. You, you. Um, I had a no. ticket. If I would, if I was physically, I would just. I, I would by the lapels. Sir, this is American Jewish University. We're obviously not anti-Semitic. <laughs> I just a sign does not make one anti-Semitic. Listen, we cannot, in good conscience, put you in a room full of eighteen to twenty-two year olds. Did, I just it, can't. Wait, they're that old? Withdrawn. <laughs> Legit, legit. legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's always great when we go back to the current uh, celebrity. <laughs> For the people who brought you that Super Bowl <laughs> and rye bread, <laughs> and so oh, Woody Allen, you know, loved a good uh, rye bread. Uh, oh yeah, he does. On a patty melt. Oh, now we're that's around. Somehow. That sounded dirty somehow, and I don't know. I, I don't know what it meant. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Woody Allen patty melt. That's definitely oh, not what you think it is. No, oh, you know God. when no, I do I think it's go, exactly what I think it is. When I go to a deli and I order um, like a Reuben, but I oh. ask for um, not rye bread, and, and I'll say I'll guy. even I'll go sourdough, whatever is easiest. Solid they choice. get upset and yes. they will say it's not a Reuben. I'm like I understand yeah. that, but can I get the Reuben esque uh, essence, but not <laughs> <Ruben-esque>. without, <laughs> without the rye? Can you get and, a Reuben-esque sandwich? <laughs> yes. It's, it's Those are the best sandwiches. It's, it's, Those yeah. sandwiches are how you get the Reuben-esque figure, yes. Yes. Uh, but it's fun. It's like they get really angry that I don't want it on the rye. And yeah, they like, should you know, be. They are it's justified. It's sacrilegious. Yeah. Yes. No, I, dude, you I are have ma- taste you are making a mistake. that have said no. No. Uh, dude, all right, here's the thing. Quite yeah, honestly, what is it? I get how... Um, like it, it's a, it looks delicious. It's so beautiful as a, but 
you know, I get how you sold that first loaf, but how did you sell the second loaf? Because after the first <laughs> loaf, I've tasted it. No, no. Fool me once. I got to say, like, you sell something, like, your responsibility to its artistic purity ends there. <laughs> like, you know what? If I buy, like, a Miles Davis album and I take it home and just leave a cup of coffee on it for the next 25 years, like, that is not an offense to you as a record store. Uh, like, and you can tell this is old people because I said and Miles Davis, <laughs> and Miles Davis, yeah, Miles and Davis. cup of coffee, and cup of coffee. Uh, yeah. And I was going to go into a whole thing about birth of the cool, like cooling off your coffee, and I was like, right. no, that would go way too deep, and nobody's going to be with us anymore. Uh, yeah, kind of Blue Mountain Coffee is not going to. Um, but like, my wife has a like has a food allergy to onions, and like, mm-hmm. like everything has onions, mm. and like most people are like, you're like, hey, can we? Can we get that with the onions? And nah, you know, we made a big batch of it. Like, great. Uh, but occasionally, you get somebody who's a dick about it. <laughs> like, we're not going to make it. It's like a, it's an allergy, dude. Right. Like, what are you going to hurl peanuts at that one kid at the other table? Like, no. Like, who gives a shit? It is like, fun when you get you, to It's do not going to taste as good without onions. Yeah, you know what will taste better? Me breathing. Like, <laughs> so for my ability to taste, that's as good as it'll taste. Like, you don't owe anybody anything. Just say no. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a low sodium diet. Uh, my, my cardiologist put me on it. So can oh, I get that without God. salt? God, why do you even go out to eat, man? Why are you at a restaurant? Stay at home. You know what? You got all these special requests, dude. You know what? God, you people. All right, start again. I'm listening. Okay, I was just—I was asking if you could go uh, just light on the salt for me. Please. Oh God, sorry, that was a—that was involuntary. I'm trying to uh, low salt for the prince here. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, and uh, and just uh, no pickle on the side. I, I'm not no gonna eat pi- it. So. Dude, we are a deli. We are a deli. The pickle spear. Is the the cornerstone of the plate, okay? Well, which I is just... weird because plates are cir- circular in nature, <laughs> but you know, it is a cornerstone. That's fair. Yeah, no, but yeah, you know, it has a crescent shape to it, so it kind of you know fills what? In Maybe the side get a it. friend anyway. that likes pickles, and then you guys, you they they'd get two pickles. But you want me to bring out basically a naked plate? Well, it's, it'll have the the sandwich on it will it not is is a plate fully is a gentleman fully dressed without a handkerchief no is a plate fully dressed without a pickle no sir low salt okay so you're yeah i'm sorry uh i feel like you're picking on me now for not wearing a handkerchief into the restaurant as well oh god you were making it hard not to oh Uh, okay all right uh and and just just a water please but no ice because it hurts my teeth Oh, of course. Of course. You want an item that costs uh, zero on the check. Uh, so um, so there's no tip uh, that'll be included in that. So <laughs> there are the small sodas, two thirty nine. So that would be at least uh, 25 cents. Uh, and of course, no ice because the prince and his teeth are too genteel for uh, anything other than uh, lukewarm uh, water. Gotcha, chief. Um, <laughs> so... Um, did you want me to blow on everything just to make sure it's at, at room temperature? Did you want me to carry it out backward for your amusement, sir? Uh, just, just the normal way. The normal way is fine. Just on a plate. Uh, oh, you want the normal people. way with salt and with a pickle? Excellent. I'm glad we worked this out. <laughs> All right. I think I'll just take my patronage somewhere else. 
Oh, well, your business will be missed, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, I'm sorry. Uh, if you guys can't do this, it's great. Like, I just, I just need to ask so I can be sure I don't know something. I'm already so, irritated. Uh, keep talking. I, I just, I, uh, I have a, a peanut allergy, uh, and I go into anaphylactic shock. Uh, I have it. So I, I just need to know if the, um, uh, if, if there's any like peanuts uh, in the uh, um, in, in the in the salad that you have there. Uh, you're asking if there are any peanuts uh, in the Thai salad. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there are oh, peanuts okay, then in I'm, the I'm, Thai I'm not salad. Have that. Uh, uh, it's got just have like a green salad there. with no, with no um, peanuts in. Hold, I'm still railing against your oh, peanut oh, so, allergy. Oh, so, yeah, um, I'm sorry. I, it's, it's got it, it's got a peanut sauce based dressing. Of course, oh. there are peanuts in the Thai salad. God. Next question. Oh, I, oh <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I, I just like a, a green salad. Uh, a green I mean, salad. Yeah, yeah. I just like as long as it doesn't have peanuts in it, I'm good. I just like if I eat a peanut, then my throat closes up, and actually my my uh, blood pressure just like bottoms out. I am a waiter, uh, and I would a die right here. On I, the I um, don't need to know what will happen to you. Um, I just you want a green salad, and yeah. you want that. Uh, do you want that dry, or you want some sort of dressing? Do you have a non-peanut dressing? I can find a nut. I mean, this is America. I'm sure there's ranch back there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ranch is right. great. Green ranch, salad. Ranch. Great. Green Perfect. salad. Yeah. As long as no peanuts on it, I'm all good. You okay with onions? That's gonna be a problem. Oh God! What? <sighs> okay. Um, it's allium. Sca- is the and that concludes this week's podcast on uh, sandwich talk. Come back next week when we talk more about sandwiches, uh, particularly sablefish. This has been your host Travis Pastrami. We'll see you next week. That was amazing, dude. I'm sure yeah, I like you played you. that for me. The more the world around you gets filled with rage, the more you listen to the most boring things imaginable. Uh, I just, I'm just hungry now. I just want a sandwich. It's too bad we're going to be in traffic for the next hour and 17 minutes. The next, uh, up next on my podcast is a four hour interview with Terry Gross interviewing Terry Gross. Oh, bring it on. It is amazing. She just does the questions. Hey, Mike, instead of arguing about the bare naked ladies, why don't we do a deep dive on the super legit podcast? Uh, you have to. I think that podcast is lame. Super lame jit. Jit man. <laughs> Can you repeat that again? I'm sorry. Super lame jit. Super Got lame it. jet. Super lame super, jet. Yeah. Super lame jet. One more time, it's gonna super lame super jet. Lame jet. <laughs> super lame jet. It gets funnier every time you say it. It's true. All right. Baba That's booey. It. Baba booey. You gotta get that out. Oh. And, and now we finally found the role that I would be on the morning too. <laughs> Is uh, angry Baba booey caller. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, now that everyone's got their roles, it's time to bring this to a close. Oh, Michael so Hyman, just do a your screeching thing. halt. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yes, Jet. Uh, thank you, as always, to Matt Walker for <laughs> intro and outro music. This episode was hosted and edited by Jet Kaufman, co-hosted by me, Michael Hyman, and lists the talents of Chris Compton, Sean Michael Boozer, and Josh Spence. Every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot, along with some of the ads, with only a light touch of editing for your comfort. Check the show notes for our occasional writing credits, and if you're loving what we're doing, and we know you are, be sure to write a five-star review at your podcast provider of choice and tell a friend about us, and call into your local morning zoo and tell them about us, because it's one thing they want to know about podcasts that's making their profession obsolete. Hey, hey, Jet. Yes, yes, Josh. Can I start recording now? Yes, Josh. You can start recording now. Love you, Sanders. I don't believe anything's on. Oh, my time. I kick the door. Just so I can move on Oh 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 Yeah, I think Steven's mom got in town tonight, so uh... Yeah and, yeah, and well, I scolded she, she, James, in his so. typical podcasting space. So. Well, he was like, I'm picking her up at eight. I was like, yeah, but the show's at nine, fucker. Would we? OK, whatever. <laughs> Commitment. Sure. Yeah. Mom, mind if I sit in your bedroom and do a podcast while you try to sleep? Some fucking <laughs> writing partner he is. Oh, yeah. these are good ideas. I like it. I'm trying to embolden <laughs> you. No, I can't do one show. <laughs> uh, the worst. The worst human being ever. Edit all that out so you don't send it to him later, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> That's this a, is what Josh really thinks of you. That's a pre-show role, right? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be great. Uh, that's going to be my ringtone now from now on. <laughs>